Hey guys, last week we gave you a preview of a book by our dear friends and listeners Chaz and Fred titled In Case You Forgot about two newly single black queer men named Zaire and Kenny. Today I will be giving you an excerpt on Zaire. Zaire James, on the cusp of 30, has decided marriage isn't all it's cracked up to be. Despite friends, family, and coworkers loving Zaire's quote-unquote perfect partner, divorce is a necessary step for finding himself and being free. If only it were that easy. You can order, in case you forgot, at boldstrokesbooks.com or head to Twitter and look up Fred at fsmith827 and click the link in his bio. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to In case you forgot, it's out. It's out. It came out on Tuesday. It came out. It came out on Tuesday in case you forgot. It came out on Tuesday in case you forgot. So copy. 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 <laughs> so I'm, I'm almost, almost there. <laughs> Me, I'm almost we're, there. We're almost but done. whenever I tell you it's a page turner, it's a page turner. Okay, it's page turner. we've been turning our be pages, which is why I had to stop because I almost finished it like when I first got it. So yeah. I was just yeah. like, let me stop. <laughs> yeah, it's just too good. Go ahead and go. Yeah, purchase it. that. It's available wherever books are sold. So, so be fundamental and get your reading up game. Get, Let get me your what? put you up. Get your, wait, hold on. Stop. Stop. Get really your reading up game. Reading game up. Okay. Reading up game. <laughs> it's like dyslexia, both words. Okay. I just say things in the wrong order. <laughs> Thinking too fast. Get Couldn't your reading up game. Mm, great. 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 <laughs> Nika, <laughs> what's the word of the day? Yeah, let's us. just bring it over to <laughs> me. Help us be literate. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> That's the word of the day. <laughs> literate? I'm oh, I'm joking. <laughs> That would have been Imagine. so funny. The wow. word of the day is despot. despot. What? Despot. Despot. Not despacito, despot? but despot. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this, D- this is a middle school word. D-E-S-P-O-T. It's a noun. Yeah, at least you didn't ask us to spell it, thank God. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> oh, right. no. You won't be so I'm schlick. terrified of our spelling test. I'm terrified. <laughs> Of our spelling Oh, it's me, coming. It gives me anxiety it's every coming. week. I'm like, fuck, they're going to ask me to spell something. No, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask you. Be prepared. Okay. It means a ruler or other person who holds absolute power, typically one who exercises it in a cruel or oppressive way. Donald fucking orange. Wow. I told y'all this is a middle school word. I remember learning this word in That's middle school. Bad. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We were talking about. The Mayans and the Incans, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when, that I, I, think that's when I learned the word. No. Well, despot. Do we have a sentence? Does anybody have a sentence? Mm. Yeah, sure. Mm. Uh, we read from cheese. Right. <laughs> what is your sentence? What is your sentence? Um, the manager at my first job was a real despot. Uh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm with well, that. Shame on and them. And that is exactly why I never gave, uh, um, you know, two week notice. I just stopped showing up because <laughs> I just had. If to. you want to act like that, I can act like that. <laughs> I could just stop showing up. Yep. Just like I need my check, you need your employees, and exactly. baby, you just 
you might win some, but you just lost one. Exactly. Uh, you lost one. Exactly. Side note, if I ever go into the funeral business, that's going to be the name of my mortuary. <gasps> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 like, it's I gonna need another an reminder. It's going to be an acronym, and then I'm just thinking, like, like, what does that mean? <laughs> you might win some, but you just lost one. How can I help you? <laughs> They're gonna hang up. Right. No <laughs> business. No business. I'm gonna have a. If people are gonna love it, I swear, it's gonna be perfect. My prayers are gonna be on point. What? <laughs> my prayers. Oh my when God. you pray for the family, if they're religious, you have to like switch it up a little bit. Oh my god. Same thing. You know. Wow. Okay. Hmm. You stress me out. Um, Death spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Death spot. Um, Spell it. No. <laughs> no 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 um the lieutenant in mm. carmen lieutenant the hip-hopera <laughs> was a really big despot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. <laughs> Great. we all support everything it's on Beyonce. netflix guys go and you know stream it we know right. it's terrible just fucking watch it okay? just check on That's it, what makes it good. check me uh-huh <laughs> Nika, you have a sentence? Um, there are a, a lot of despots in America mm-hmm. just popping on up, and people are just following them because they're all fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Problematic. Despots, all of those whores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm terrible well gosh darn it <laughs> we've gotten deep right. we've been entrenched into good thing i'm wearing boots today mm-hmm. <laughs> not really i got on socks oh my gosh well <laughs> what are we paying desk today oh, i for sure thought she was gonna start doing oh, she was like oh my god she was like oh my god head, I know. Head. let me excuse let me see um you gonna do what i said i said go on head let me see that's what I said. Oh, hey, I thought she said. Girl, I thought you said something else. Okay. Um, I'm going to pay this to doing community service in this heat. Okay. <laughs> oh, girl. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my little nine hours of community service done, and it has been so hot. Like, it is so hot in LA right now. It is. It's, it's hot right now. Uh, it's hot right now, and it's nine thirty-two at night. And it's been high at all goddamn day. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. <laughs> Trying to paint yourself. <laughs> like, it's so hot. But at least we know we're going to have a good summer. Right. Yeah, it's going to be hot. Nika, do you want to share with us your um, experience from today and the heat and the way you dressed? Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wore a skirt today because it was fucking hot and my pussy need air. Like, oh. it's hot. <laughs> I wasn't ready for her. <laughs> I wasn't ready for her to just pop Ooh. out with that well, word. You're oh right. My gosh, it's aquarium. <laughs> right, my pussy. What is this aquarium? You just need, it just needed some air, right? Yeah, it'd be hot. And oh my god, the fucking jeans I was wearing yesterday was like sticking to my thigh. I have some big thighs. Then jeans was like, I'm not coming off, bitch. Mm. I'm not coming off, bitch. Mm. It took me. They sang it just like that to you. They did. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did right. Yes, <laughs> yes they did. Oh dear. <laughs> you damn right. So I said, I'm, I'm throwing me on a skirt today. I can't. Get a little, little breeze. 
Because <laughs> my thighs, they go together. Like, I don't got no gap between there. <laughs> They're going together. <laughs> like peanut butter jelly. So, but you're paying death. Do you remember what you're paying death to? Yeah, I do. Okay. I put it down just in case. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I definitely had like two things today, too, but I was like, oh. Say one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pay dust to people that look down on others that can't handle certain situations that they're in, knowing mm. damn full on well mm. that if they were in the same situation, they would crumble like a nature valley bar. Oh, oh. and you know those and things really do. Those really do. <laughs> I mean, you right. ever just, you ever just, and it's so sad, but I think we've all experienced this whenever you have like a nature valley bar and you eat like, a piece or a bar when you like put the rest in your bag for later and then later <laughs> comes around and you have the crumbs and now it's trail mix at the bottom of your bag and you're like Shh. <laughs> right <laughs> fuck. Uh, I just needed a I forgot. <laughs> oh and gosh. it happens at like the flick of a wrist like I swear it will just crumble and you just feel like well by the time you reach back in that bag because you remember oh I have that bar that I say that other bar you're like it's too late Ooh. it's way too wow. late wow um, okay and then you look desperate because you still want it you so you're like you try to you kind of stick the pieces and you turn to like stick the pieces onto your fingers and just get a little be- little bits and pieces of crumbs I'm <laughs> but it, it still hits either way crummy or not crummy the bars not. hit okay I'm I am going to pay dust to passive aggressive white women. <laughs> I Amen. was in a situation this week with a passive aggressive white woman. Mm-hmm. Woman. And I was just like, ooh, I mean, it really got under my skin the whole day. It was something. It was such a small comment. What they say? Mm, what they say? I need my job. Uh, <laughs> there we have it. But I'll tell you off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> what okay. was said. I need my job. But I will tell you off the mic what it, what it did happen at my place of work. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I hit it with a little something, but I couldn't hit it with everything because I said mm-hmm. you are like the boss of the bosses. So, okay. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. One of those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was whatever, it wasn't though. just a... But I am paying dust to passive aggressive white women because they can't be direct. Just tell me what you got to say, okay? Fuck mm-hmm. you. I know there's like a corporate way of keeping things cool and calm and collected in a formula, but I'm not that bitch. I will collect you. <laughs> I will collect <laughs> you. And it won't be calmly. Mm. It'll be a collect call. Oh, okay. collect It'll be a collect call. call. Simple as that. And I'm not running out of quarters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> honey. I got quarters for days. Rolls and rolls. Mm. Be mad at me. Um. <laughs> So we're gonna move on to the liquor, 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 liquor lane. Right now, it feels more like a liquor cul-de-sac. It does. <laughs> like I, I didn't even try to reach for the wine because how far it is <laughs> one and two, just because. Uh, should we save it and like should we? do the other one and then when we're like you know buzz enough then we're just like we don't care how it tastes anymore but i kind of want to get on that kind of buzz now because like if i drink all this one right and i gotta go back to this like oh it's gonna it's gonna hit it's gonna hit extra hard for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay we'll we'll just have to endure it yep but today's one is um tall dark stranger some malbec and Malbec. it's nasty. 
We've already taken a sip, but we've tried it. We did it before the segment, and the label says, are you ready to... Okay, this is a damn shame. The label says, are you ready to meet your total dream wine? Mm. Rich and deeply satisfying. This small beck never disappoints. (laughs) Dark, juicy, smooth, and silky. All of which it's not, I might might (laughs) add. (laughs) Fulfill your wildest wine dreams. Sip it with something or someone delicious. Well, I'm definitely sipping it with some delicious people. I mean, y'all look good. We all look delicious. Thanks. But uh, this wine can go. (laughs) Tall, dark stranger. Out of five glasses? Out of five glasses, it's getting a broken w- glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a one glass for me. Yeah. One glass. And I'm not talking about a glass that is half full. I'm talking about a glass that is half empty. Because. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's um, not great. It's no. dark. They got that right. right. <laughs> uh, the bottle's tall. Right. The right. bottle's tall. The wine, the wine is, dark. is small. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a um that's a um point five glasses for oh, me. Okay. We give it a point five. Not even give it a one. I'm gonna give it a point five. Nika? I'll give it a third of a glass. <laughs> <laughs> she went there. Um, we also have <laughs> seven deadly sins. I don't know what the description is. Seven deadly red. Oh, yeah. Definitely sins. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and read it for uh, us. That one says, "Do you dare?" I do. An exploration into the dark unknown. Um, this simply no. d- listen. We need Right. Okay. <laughs> I am the dark unknown. <laughs> <laughs> America treats me like the dark unknown. That is what I am. But yes, um, this sinfully delicious red wine just might set you down a path of gluttonous pleasure. Crafted from the diverse and hollowed soils of, I cannot spell, I, I mean, I can't read what that says, but I guess Lodi Appalachian, where mm. greedy winemakers hunger to craft not just wine, but also slaves? a lifestyle of sin. So, yes, slaves. A lifestyle <laughs> of sin. Here, for six generations, we've tempted evil's wrath and are eternally damned to deliver decadent oh, wine. These niggas is devil worship. Hold on. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Listen, this description is getting a little scurry. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's the wine that's up next. Um, well, I don't know how that tastes once we get to it. Yes. But yes, these are the wines of the night. These the first one that we started off with. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. It's so funny because we usually have two bottles of wine, but we've only been reading one, one of them because <laughs> it's like the one that we're reading, that we're drinking at the time is the one we usually read. Do y'all want us to read both? I don't know. Let us know. We Did y'all like that? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Frenchie. What are we doing for the brewers this this week? This huh? This week. I'm sorry. I've been, <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what I was trying to get out, but I couldn't get it out. Okay, great. Well, for this week, I'm gonna start it off with an update. Yes, I'm start it off with the update from the YouTube couple that we talked about last week. The Prince family. Mm-hmm. Yer. With their whole. I thought you were gonna have pretty eyes with the baby. So she um they released a new video and uh Low and she behold. was saying that like I wasn't saying that I wish he had pretty eyes as in she doesn't 
as eyes. as in she has ugly eyes. Like I don't think her eyes are ugly. I just meant it as in, well, you know, when when you think pretty eyes, you think you know gray and and blue and green and things like that. You know, and she just has you know brown eyes. So I'm not saying she has ugly eyes. It's just that. Well, you know, brown eyes, they don't get compliments or anything like that, right? And then she turns to her man like, right? Have, have, has anyone ever complimented you on your eyes? Because he has brown eyes. He's like, no. So she was like, see, that's what I meant. That's all I meant, you know? <laughs> that was all I meant. It's like you just made it worse, like 10 times worse. <laughs> you just made it worse. So like, much worse. Does one, is one of my favorite songs not called Pretty Brown Eyes? Right, right. Pretty brown eyes. Beautiful songs. Okay, listen. Love ain't nothing song. more prettier than some brown eyes. Okay. Your little green grays can go somewhere. There's baby. a song called. That's why when girl. you go outside, you gotta wear glasses. <laughs> Sunglasses, <laughs> because your eyes are not designed to be outside. In the sun. <laughs> and yeah, I've I've always gotten compliments on my eyes, and my eyes are brown. Mm-hmm. Everyone's eyes in this room are brown, and we've and all we've gotten all compliments. gotten compliments on our eyes. I don't know what she's talking about. She a crackhead, and Maybe then from just there, because niggas wanted to say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, niggas are slick. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are pretty. I'd be like, they look just like yours, but thank you. <laughs> that means that you have great self confidence. Mm. Are you mm-hmm. narcissistic? And oh. Well, do you look in the mirror a lot? Do you care only about yourself? Are you only saying these things to me because you want to get me in the bed? Mm. Oh, shit. These are questions that go through my mind. Dum dum. (laughs) Wow, really? Can you take a compliment? (laughs) And then from there, to make matters even worse, they put up a new video showing, you know, like like they're they're walking outside and he's like, babe, babe, come look at the car, come look at the car. And so she walks outside. And she's like, oh, my God, who did this? What What is this? Because they have a Lamborghini. Man, and so, ass. yeah, mm-hmm. they, they have like like a little Lamborghini or whatever in the in the um driveway and spray painted on the car. It says colorist. OK. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell? It says colorist. That's not who I am. That's not what I am. Oh blah, blah blah, and they're just going on like, who would do this? Oh my god! The way and this so is going. the girl, she like, she actually like wiped, like put her finger on like the side of of um the car, like like where where the spray paint, and I put that in quotes because I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> she puts her finger on like the spray paint, and then you can see her kind of like 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 she she rubs her finger like in her hands or whatever and like when the camera comes back around to to the side of the car that she's on you can see like like her like finger spots or whatever in the part of the spray paint that she touched if your car was spray painted and you came and you touched it it would not smudge it wouldn't budge it wouldn't be no finger marks nope. and, and prints on it. None of that paint. would happen because it's spray paint. It dries. It dries very <laughs> fast. So what they went and did, which is if y'all y'all remember when black when um uh white people were trying to act like black people were always on their spray painting yeah, their driveway, their, their garage doors. Yeah, but really all they were doing was spray painting themselves. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is what. They did. They wanted to seem like, oh my god, people hate us so much now. They're coming to our home and they're spray painting our things. And if you look at the video, 
her nigga has the paint like on the back of his leg and on his shorts. Like, come on now. <laughs> and on top of that, if you were someone who was an activist and like was all about like fighting for like, like fighting against like colorism, and you wanted to go and like spray paint someone's car, you would just put things like maybe like colorist or like you know eyes are beautiful like you know things in that nature mm-hmm. on this car it had colorist on the front it had fag on the back it had bitch on the side and yeah. i was just yeah. like none of this goes together. right none of it at goes all. together none of this goes together at all at i was all. like if you're gonna spray paint someone's car based off a video that they made about being like you know having a sense of colorism against their newborn then it would go with a the theme of like you know all eyes are pretty or, right you know, something, something that would like go that. with like that but it, with it, your it, initial mm-hmm. theme right. Just but you guys it. went with this, and we know it's staged and fake. Exactly. And then you guys wanted to act like, oh, um, babe, don't we have cameras outside? Bitch, it's your house. I'm uh-huh. sure you know what you got and what you don't fucking I'm got. I'm sure you know. I'm sure the first thing you should have done was call was check the cameras and then call the police. Right. But instead, you guys are like, oh, let's, let's make, make a, a video. video. <laughs> exactly. Let's get dressed. So and that's make a how video. everyone knew it's fucking staged. It's ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. So basically, they went and they got some chalk paint. Yes. The kind that you put on your car that you can easily wipe off. Wipe it off. Went and got that. Put it on their car to try to seem like they're being oppressed and they're being bullied and that mm-hmm. all type of stuff. Y'all are whack. Y'all are lame. Take what you did to the chin and just own up to it. Like, in a real way, not being fake or whatever. Trying to be like, I, I didn't mean it like that. What I meant was. And then go the step further to try to make it seem like people are really doing, you know, terrible things to you when they're not. Right. We anywhere. know what you meant. Speaking of YouTube. Boop. YouTube. Um, you guys are trash. But we <laughs> knew this. You guys are trash. <laughs> So, if you guys don't know, there's a lot of um, pedophilia YouTubers, <laughs> YouTubers that participate in making, uh, creating content that focuses on ASMR, which is like you know whispering into a mic, mm-hmm. you know eating things, clicking things, rubbing stuff, you know just like making noises into a mic. Um, it's supposed to help people like fall asleep better and with their anxiety and stuff like that. So one of the more famous ASMR YouTubers is this young girl. I think she's like 13. Her name is, well, her YouTube channel is called Life of Mac. She has like the best ASMR videos. Like they're so yes, freaking she's funny. She's so hilarious. She's so funny. I'm sure you guys seen them. She has um ginger hair. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have seen her, especially if you are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You, you've definitely seen her. <laughs> and so she just announced that she's going to quit youtube now you might be wondering oh my god why would she want to quit youtube she's so successful on there well apparently youtube is having this crazy um crisis or outbreak or whatever of pedophiles coming onto the site and um mac told told youtube she said that she contacted them i think three times she said Mm -hmm. like a couple like, of different times. Yeah, like them. like through through email, over the phone, and in person, t- letting them know like, hey, there's this there's this grown man who's been saying these very sexual things to me, and I feel uncomfortable with it. What are you guys gonna do about it? And YouTube just didn't do anything. They didn't do anything about it, which they never do. So <laughs> what they did instead was they went ahead and they removed like a few of her videos. 
because according to them, um, these pedophiles that are coming to YouTube, searching up these young girls doing like ASMR and things like that, they're flocking more towards videos where they're eating quote unquote sticky foods that makes it seem sexual. So they ban like videos of her, like for instance, eating like a honeycomb and stuff like that. And they, um, and that is their approach to this. They're banning people and banning and removing people's accounts and videos instead of going after the pedophiles and banning them from YouTube. They're banning the content creators. Yep. They say that um, they've been facing a growing pedophile crisis on the platform this past year and mounting pressure to combat it. The company told The Daily Dot, which is where I got the story from, in February that it terminates thousands of underage accounts each week to help combat the problem. So the problem is that there are children on YouTube creating videos and creating accounts, not the fact that pedophiles are saying things to underage children. Right. So we're not going to ban, we're not going to ban the pedophiles and remove them. We're just going to get rid of you, the content creator. Mm. Does that seem fair? No, I don't, I don't think it seems fair. I think that, I don't know. I I think to be honest that there's no reason why they should take her videos down. Mm -hmm. She has every right to put those videos up. Mm -hmm. She's a YouTube content creator. She's a YouTuber. She makes Mm -hmm. money from YouTube by doing the things that she does. And people love what she does. And she loves what she does. And she loves what she does. Um, There's also this sense of whenever you're in the public domain and you have a persona and you have an image and you have like a certain thing that you do in public domain, you're going to face things like people who want to fight you just because they want to fight you. Mm -hmm. You're going to get death threats. You're going to get like, oh, like you're such a cute little girl. Like you're going to get everything. Like, you know, you realize that you're on a platform that is open to it's, it's global. It's a global platform. You're literally Mm -hmm. opening yourself and your, your brand and you up to a whole world. And I feel like, yeah, you can get them to ban the accounts that are, that are speaking to you in a way that is that of pedophilia, but Mm -hmm. all they're going to do is make new accounts and all they're going to do is help you. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, like I feel like at the end of the day, the internet gives people so much power to do Mm -hmm. so much because they're behind a computer screen. Mm -hmm. They have no face. There's no way to really do anything Mm -hmm. to them because at the end of the day, yeah, they're being a pedophile, but it's not, you can ban an account and they're going to make a new one. But, may, but maybe right. you can block the IP address. Yeah. So that you, you, they really can't do nothing unless they get like a new phone or a yeah. new laptop or something like that. But then that goes into like the, what's that called? That goes into the, the logistics of like law of being able to like why as a person, like I, I, feel, I almost feel like it would be put into uh, an aspect of court because you can block an IP address, but... You're going to block it to the, if you're blocking the IP address, you're blocking it to the whole platform. Like mm-hmm. the person just cannot use YouTube anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it can go into a legal battle, but like, I have a right to be able to go to YouTube. I have a right to be mm. able to. Possibly, like, but then yeah. I can, we, we could have evidence of you saying these things under Well, people. evidence does nothing. I mean, I feel like evidence is more so of a thing of like, yeah, I'm a pedophile behind the screen. So what? Like, 
I'm not doing anything to that, anything to that little girl. I can put whatever I want online. And but that's harassment. Yeah, it is harassment. But, but they're not gonna do anything. Yeah, at the same time, you like that blocks is. you a whole. That blocks <laughs> you like to, to get you to be blocked from a whole platform like that. Like the legal measures of being like, okay, he's harassing this young lady, but we can't just block him from her page. Mm-hmm. We can't just block the computer from like we would have to block him completely yeah. from the platform. Yeah. And it's like. People are going to go through the, the tits and tat. It's going to be a lot of like nitpicky, like mm-hmm. tit for tatness of, oh, well, I didn't mean it this way. I mean it this way. Or the, the, like, you know, there's going to be a lot of yep. backfire behind it. And I feel like so YouTube nice. doesn't want to put any money and any time into yeah. have a le- having a legal that's team that specifically deals with, with it. With most cases like this, but like with the, the Nazi thing, <laughs> the guy that was posting all that, all the Nazi stuff, mm-hmm. and then somebody made like an anti-Nazi thing. They took down the anti-Nazi thing, but, but the, Nazi the Nazi guy, Nazi stuff yeah, up. he still has Nazi stuff out. People <laughs> were putting out like um, stuff against gay people. All their stuff is still up, but the people that were like trying to combat it, mm-hmm. of course, you get taken yeah, down. Yeah, it gets taken so down. So it's like, so where's the line? Like, yeah. the people that are doing outrageous things and go mm-hmm. on that extra mile, they get to stay. But people that are trying to, like, like be normal. Uplift, yeah, be normal <laughs> and uplifted. And, like, like people, like, there was this, um, like, I think it was Pride during last month when people were putting up, like, like videos, like, oh, yeah, Pride and, like, like just being celebratory with yeah. who they are. Mm-hmm. And YouTube was taking all those videos down. Yeah, and we were, and so and they were just, just like, like, that's like where, where? I feel like that's a bigger legal battle because these are people that are making money off your platform and yeah. you're blocking mm-hmm. them. So I would rather deal with the pedophiles and strange people legally than I would people yeah. that are making money on my platform legally. Like yeah. I would rather go the other route instead of blocking content creators. That's just stupid. yeah. And YouTube always has had this weird like block of content creators whenever mm-hmm. it comes to just random mm-hmm. shit that they talk about that maybe yeah. might mm-hmm. not might not have a connotation of being sexual, but because they said a sexual word within the video, they're like, oh we're blocking this video completely. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just a it's a, it's a wave of how you move it, how you push it and where you take it with that because there's pedophiles, but then there's pedophiles, there's racist, there's racist, there's like, you know, there's, there's so much, there's so many yeah. compartments so that many. it's like, if you're going to handle one, then make sure that you focus on me. Every, make sure yeah, that you focus every on this. Make sure that you focus one. on yeah. that. And YouTube was like, yeah. and so that this was, that was, um, life of Mac. Like that was her, one of her arguments. She was saying she's being singled out like in this community because there are other, People that are hurries that have the same videos and their videos aren't getting taken down mm-hmm. and their stuff, you know, their yeah, accounts are getting suspended or removed, but hers is. So it's like, why does one get treated one way, but the others don't like, so I, that's why I feel like it's just easier to go the whole, we're just going to block the person that's just being strange instead of yeah singling you out because then all of YouTube who's in that section of creating videos are going to be like, why does she get treated that way but i don't or i get treated that way but they don't that's yeah. like that's a way bigger problem at least to me and i mean there would be like limitations like even if youtube came out we're like okay like this is what we should do this is what we shouldn't do people who do asmr on youtube are gonna be like wow like all because that little girl like said something now we have all these parameters on which we can and can't do like you know th- it's just it's it's a thin line with creative control and where they want to take things mm-hmm. and it's like they don't know how to walk the line so what I feel like the decision they made wasn't the best decision not at all, but there are other platforms. Like I feel yeah. like, and this is what she was saying too. Yeah. She was like, so maybe I'll go to Twitch 
or, or something else because she's like, I'm not doing YouTube anymore. This yeah, is stupid. YouTube, is, I, I think they basically feel like, you know, we just want, to be honest, I think they just want to shut her up. And they um, just want to shut people mm-hmm. up, period, when it comes to. And they're like, you know, we're YouTube. They we, do this all the time. You know, yeah, we're a company. We have tons of money. I don't give a fuck they if you leave. They don't care about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you leave. It's cool. I don't know. Are you are you putting money in my pockets or am I putting money in yours? Because if you're not putting mon- money in my pockets, then I don't really give a fuck. And that's how they treat mm-hmm. all content creators on YouTube. Every single Like, they're like, oh, I'm going to leave YouTube. That doesn't, that does nothing. They're YouTube not is a, is a, it's a huge company. There are so many other <laughs> people that they're making money off of. If right. you leave, they're not going to fuck. You're not to them. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, yeah, go to another platform. That's fine. We don't really care as long as we don't have to deal with your ass anymore. Right. Simple. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in the end, I think that they, that she did what they wanted her to do. Yeah, probably. It's manipulation. Um. It's yeah. And... To continue the theme of, of men, men being, being creepy, creepy, there was this video that popped up um, yesterday on Twitter. Um, apparently, this happened in uh, Western Phoenix, Arizona. This woman was recording this video. Um, she was walking towards her car, and that's like kind of when the video starts. Yeah. And she's filming this man and she's like, OK, I'm, I'm going to get you on camera because you're like you're you're doing a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And so she said to the camera, you know, that he followed her all around the store, followed her out of the store and followed her walking towards her car. And then tried to get in and her he fucking w- car. Exactly. And the guy's just like, yeah, you know, well, like, like, you know, like trying, trying to get her attention and talk to her and get her number. And she was like, I already told you no. I already told you, you know, I'm not single and I stopped the thing. And then she tries to like, she unlocks the door to, um, to get in her car. And she like, um, when you have one of those cars that have the, the key and when you hit the unlock button, you know, it unlocks the passenger and the driver's side door. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she, she just, you know, hit the unlock button and then the guy like runs Ran. around to the passenger side and tries to open it up. Mm-hmm. So that he can get in the car. So thankfully, you know, she was able to lock it very quickly. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, right. no. Ridiculous. I'm going to. She, so she was like, I'm glad that I'm getting this on camera, you know. Um, and so she's like, can you please get away? You know, asking him to please step away from her car so that she can leave. And he just won't leave. Like, he will not leave. And then once he kind of finally realizes that she's really not about to give into his advances he starts then calling his her all whole, types of bitches yeah <laughs> at first it was all oh you don't want to trust me i'm the most trustworthy person out here mm-hmm. ha, 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 and blah 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 blah. and then once he realized like okay it's not gonna happen Snap. his whole entire demeanor changes his words change his tone of voice changes mm-hmm. starts calling her you know he's like well that that's why that's why i don't, I don't fuck i don't fuck with black women anyway mm-hmm. bitch da, 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 da. and she was just like that's okay because i'm about to walk right back to the store right and tell them about you <laughs> exactly she's like, i'm about to walk back to the store so i can be around people mm-hmm. i'm gonna be you know like safe and there's gonna be witnesses so that if anything happens to me i'm gonna have this video and there's gonna be people around that I can see and so um I just being a woman is just so stupid like it's so like it's so scary it's so terrifying it's like at any moment that can really happen Mm -hmm. and it might it could be a totally different story like it could be where you didn't get it on camera or it could be where like like you know where you got it on camera and somehow you weren't around people like you know you you weren't around people he just like 
you know, he, you know, the man was bigger than her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it could have been where like, you know, you got it on camera, but then he runs up on you and snatches the phone out your hand That's and the throws first thing it. That's I was thinking. Yeah. And, and now, and now like you don't have any evidence of anything because now your phone is across smashed the way the, yeah, and smashed, smashed and there's no one around. So now this person could do whatever they want to you. They could take advantage of you. They could kill you. They could rape you. They mm-hmm. could kidnap you. Like they could do anything to you. And that's just so incredibly scary. Like, if you're a woman, especially if you're a black woman, like you're constantly at war and constantly like in a All state of fear. The time. Like you can't walk down the street at three PM with the sun shining <laughs> by yourself and feel safe. Like you you're scared. Like it's crazy. And what advice would you give if you were put in that situation? So if you were in that situation where a man was following you and you may not have been, like what would you do similarly to what that woman did and what would you do differently? Mm. I would probably have called 911 first. I don't know if she did or not, but I do know when she was walking towards the store, she was um she was telling, telling people, people to call 911. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if she called them before and they just hadn't arrived yet. I don't know. But I probably would have called 911 first and I definitely definitely would have got like video too. Mhm. Just in case, like, he ran off before they got there. I could be like, well, I have video. This is what he looks like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would Mm -hmm. do the same thing. And I would also make sure that I always have, like, everything is a weapon. I want everybody to know that every every single thing is a weapon. If Mm -hmm. you got keys, put that shit between your knuckles. Mm -hmm. That's a knife now. Yeah. Okay? Now now they're brass knuckles, and you can key that nigga in the neck if you Mm -hmm. need to. Or bitch, because people are sex trafficking, too. Yeah. And they're using women to Mm -hmm. cover up to make it seem like it's innocent when it's not. Mm -hmm. So everything is a weapon. You got some deodorant? Throw it. I don't know. It'll distract them. Just whatever whatever you got, use it as a weapon to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. And if they happen to get to you scratch like use yeah, your nails scratch, even use if your nails, nails to, get, short, to get something medium. under your nails so that they can get their dna mm. yep should something worse happen, happen yeah. to you yeah scratch them scratch as hard them as you can as hard as you can get yeah. your nails into their skin mm-hmm. you need dig deep dig uh-huh. deep scratch Make like, the white meat show yep okay you want you want you it all up under want your nails it under your fingernails i know mm-hmm. it sounds disgusting but you you need it mm-hmm. so that if you if something should happen to you and you survive, they have DNA and they can find the person who mm-hmm. did it. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah. I feel like one thing, um, me watching the video and noticing like everything going on, I feel like one thing that um, she could have done differently because I like how she handled the situation. I feel mm-hmm. like she handled it with confidence. She made it so that she it was known that you know what, I'm not afraid, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of men like, like to pray on women that are like timid and like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. she made it known, like, you know, I'm assertive. I'm not afraid of you. Like, you know, making sure that her presence was known, making sure that she yeah, just fall back in the shadows. And mm-hmm. I think one thing she could have done differently just because of what you did say about, he could easily run up on you yeah, and, and snatch your phone mm-hmm. and smash it. And you won't have any footage or no video no more. One thing she should have done was go on live on anything oh, on yeah. any platform oh, yeah. Go on i said because once you're on live it don't matter if your phone gets snatched that mm-hmm. little second that little whatever it was mm-hmm. that was on live it's there it's always some it's somewhere yeah yep. it's there that's true no matter mm-hmm. what like you know that's what that's what i can appreciate i can be like you know what if she would have went on live people 
would have seen it, it also would have been saved automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, even if she's recording and this guy's heckling her and he decides, oh, I'm going to take her phone, they'll see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he smashes the phone, He's it's caught. still on the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's not going anywhere. And then from there, it's like, at least my following, my people can see that there is something going on with yeah. me. And someone mm-hmm. can call 911, immediately go on live, say where you are, yeah, say, say where a man you are is following you. Yep. You know? Because <laughs> that works better than just taking like, oh, I'm going to take a video and then I'm going to send it to so-and-so. Because if that does happen and he does snatch your phone, then it's done. Yeah. And you can't, you don't have any, you have nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So I would say definitely I just would recommend, like, if you're going to take a video of someone who might be following you, always do it, like, on a social media platform. Do it on live so that people can see that it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not, like, live in the moment, People can still like scroll past and see, oh, so and so was on live. They never get on live. What happened? Like, you know? Right. Yeah. Then, and, and people will have information on, like, oh, she was wearing exactly. this. Mm-hmm. She was wearing mm-hmm. this. She was in this she w- spot. Yeah, she was at yeah. these cross streets, you know? at this store. Everybody or who you follow, everybody yeah. who's on your page will see it. So that's one bit of advice that I would also give to the video was smart, but it's even smarter because of, you know, someone seeing you videoing them is like, some men may be like, oh, that's intimidating. Yeah, like, he was she has a, me on camera. Because yeah, so once I, he I saw the camera, he, was, he got more aggressive. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yes, being on live would be better because it'll be like, oh, like this nigga's getting aggressive. Like, let me call the cops. Mm-hmm. And send she can tell her live people who are mm-hmm. on there. But even if it's one person, two people, the point yeah. is it's going to be somebody. Yeah. And to call 911, this is where I'm at and put it in like, you know, your little comment section while you have the time to make sure you just always have that footage. Mm-hmm. I wow. agree. <laughs> Man, stop being freaking creepy. Leave them in alone. If we say no, that means no. Walk away. Take it no to the chin. No, it's a full it. sentence. Bye. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm. Well, we're going to move on to the gust of wind segment for today. Whoosh. And we've got some good old things for y'all. Good old. <laughs> big old freak. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. We're going to lighten it up a little bit. So I got a good old big old freak. Right. <laughs> so, Tyler Perry, give me a job. Give me a job. Give me a job, Tyler. <laughs> give me a job. Tyler Perry, give me a job. Mm. Um, so an aspiring actress is looking for a job and thought it would be smart to get a billboard, purchase a billboard outside of Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. And on this billboard, she puts, Attention, Mr. Perry. Raquel, Bra- um, Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady. And then she puts her website, which I'm guessing has her resume on it. And she puts her social media handle with her Twitter and Instagram. And it's a big headshot of her on this billboard outside of his studio. So everybody who works at the studio and everybody who passes the studio up, including him, sees this billboard Mm -hmm. of Raquel Bailey. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you know, some people may call the, uh, what do you intentionally think whenever you see something like, like if you were to see something like this mm-hmm. as say, put yourself in a shoe in the shoes, although it may be hard, but put yourself in the shoes of, in the shoes of like a director, a filmmaker, mm-hmm. and like you own your own studio. And every time you come out the gates of your studio, you see a big billboard with like, you know, Atten- attention, Wes. Attention, Nika. Attention, Frenchie. I'm the next podcast star. Da, 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 right. da. Like, you know, someone like, you know, in that sense. What yeah. would you think if you saw that? How I would, would feel you? like that is very brave of you, but that's also very desperate. 
and that would turn me off. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe if like you saw me in person, mm-hmm. or if you came through like the correct channels to try to get to me, then yes. Yeah. But yeah. doing that, I think that's doing way too much. That that's just that's coming off way too strong. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. It's like overkill. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Makes you feel like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, she must win a job. It's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it puts you, it puts you off. <clears throat> well, Tyler Perry responded to Raquel. And Tyler Perry said, uh, so here's the deal. This is not the way to get my attention if you're looking for a role in one of my shows. Please do not do this. Save your money. This is the third time that someone has done this. Please stop. The audition is free. I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. Mm-hmm. I love that you want to work with me, and I love that you invest in yourself, but when you do things like this, it puts my team on high alert and makes me look at you sideways. I know the message that you want to send is a positive one, but this comes across as the opposite. Again, the best way to work for me is to just simply audition. It's free. We post breakdowns all the time for actors. Just come and audition. And by the way, you were great in the night of. Oh, I just remember what the night of is, by the way. That's what I was rating mm-hmm. this. And by the way, you were great in the night of. It was my favorite show a couple years ago. I already saw you. So just audition and keep your money. Again, I appreciate your effort, but that's not the way to work for me. God bless you, Dreamer. I have no doubt that you'll make it one day. Mm-hmm. Um, social media had a split, a split kind of opinion on this. Some people thought that Tyler Perry was kind of hard on her and didn't think that he should have commented yeah, in the they first just place. Think that he, well, he has a right to comment. Right. They just don't think that he should have done it in, publicly. In that way. Yeah, because mm-hmm. now that's making her look even worse, worse. than what the situation mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to his response? How do you think that he, do you think that he handled it constructively? It was constructive and it was respectful, but it should have been done privately. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel, Frenchie? I feel like, well, since he said it happened. He said it happened. He said this is the third time that it happened. Yeah. Like this is the third time I'm that, sure they, he's prob- that he's this probably like happened. fed up by now. Yeah. Like this is the, <laughs> this is the third time that this has happened. Okay. He's he probably contacted the first two people privately, but yeah. okay, this is the third time. Okay, let me t- let me just put this out publicly, <laughs> so you guys can stop doing this. Like it looks bad on your part, or you know, or it's just not the correct way to go about doing this. You know, because if every explanation or whatever is given in private, you, publicly people are gonna keep doing these things. So eventually. You're going to have to say it publicly, like, hey, don't do this. Do this instead. So, I mean, do I think it was harsh? Honestly, not it really. Wasn't. It, was, <laughs> right? it wasn't harsh at all. No, yeah, no, it wasn't harsh or anything like that. I I think, I, th- I feel like he did what he had to do. He had to let the people know mm-hmm. that this is not the correct way to do it. So, hmm. Also, to retract my statement, <laughs> um... Since she was there and she put the billboard there, that means that she probably, I don't know for sure, she probably knew about the previous occurrences of these billboards. And was like, and I was should like, do that too. Oh, I right, should do that right. too. That's a great idea. But now, you know, of course he's seen it already. Now he's like, don't fucking do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I feel like it would have been, um, I, to be honest, it's just being in a space of like an actor's mindset uh, uh, in that way. It's like, you know, theatrical, theatrical, mm-hmm. dramatic. Like I, to feel like, I think that this was for Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. I think this was to catch eye of news people. I think this was to catch wind of social media and the platform it is and to get it circulating like an and to get attention. Like smithereens. Yeah. I mean, I really do feel like. <laughs> like smithereens. Like smithereens. I think it was to get attention. That was a good episode. Honestly, I do. I feel like it was to get attention and whether and she didn't care what kind of attention she was going to get, whether negative or positive, she was going to get it. Right. So if you want attention, I feel like Tyler did the thing that she would want him to do and responded and not only responded because I feel like even if he would respond po- privately to her mm-hmm. I feel like it would she would have been so one of those people t- who oh God, took a screenshot me. you know took a screenshot and said hey Tyler saw me or hey Tyler responded or hey like you know it would have made a diff- it would have been out there anyway mm-hmm. so it's like I'm gonna respond to you on Facebook <laughs> and I'm gonna just let you know what the real deal is and what it is and I think he did it respectfully I really don't feel like yeah, contact it was respectful. Yeah, contacting yeah. her privately, I don't think it would have really made a difference in any sense because mm-hmm. I feel like she would have just put it out there anyway. And I feel like what's most embarrassing about this is the fact that he ended it with, I saw you in the night of. I saw you in an HBO show. You yeah. were good. Yeah, she could have just you walked in. You should audition. Right. <laughs> like, you know? right. He was like, the thing is, if you would come to an audition or I would have seen, if we would have got past a certain point and I would have seen you in an audition, right. I would have been like, I know that girl from the night of. Now yeah, it's, I, I, I know that great. girl from the billboard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's kind of like, damn, like that kind of rubs you the wrong, it rubs mm-hmm. him sideways. It rubs even, you the wrong Even way. if you come in and you kill the audition. Mm. I'm still like, what kind of, you know, what is, what <laughs> kind of, you know, what kind of person is this? Who am I hiring? Because this person mm-hmm. had a whole billboard set up outside my studio exactly. for weeks. Exactly. Looking for a job. Exactly. In which I know that all actors are starving and they want a job if you want to make it. But at the same time, like, I know actors who are out here coming to my auditions weekly, monthly, for every project I come out. I see these faces all the time. They're nothing new. And it just so happens that I know your face. I know who you are. I've seen you in this right. show. And it's like now it's no longer I've auditioned for Tyler Perry a couple times and mm-hmm. he recognizes me from the night of because... Right it's now been overshadowed by this billboard incident. Mm-hmm. And for her, just one little extra thing. And for her to have already been in an HBO show, that means you already know how all of this works. So why would you do that? Come on now, be smart. Just, yeah, I don't know. I felt, I felt, funny. I felt weird about it, but at the same time, I felt like, you know what, if you put yourself out there publicly, you have to expect public scrutiny slash like a public response. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. And mm-hmm. he did it constructively and i don't really see anything wrong with the approach that he took because at the end of the day he got his point across not only to her but to all people who want to decide to do that save your money come audition the audition is free simple as that mm, next i'm going to talk about <laughs> how the of the week <laughs> we the worst <laughs> Okay. We the worst. We the second best. We the second best. We depressed music. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. DJ Khaled versus the world. So, as we all know and as we all celebrated in, was that last week's show? Last week's show. Tyler, the creator's Igor came in at number one in the debut. Beat Mm -hmm. DJ Khaled. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And this week, DJ Khaled had something to say about it. A lot. He's number to two. Say about it. He's not only to two. his label, but to social media. Because mm-hmm. from the what the label is saying, he's you know, neat pussy, so what, he doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I looked at him sideways since he said that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, they had something to say, mm-hmm. and it basically he had something to say to them, mm-hmm. having to deal with being number two. Took it out on his label, his people. And social media by saying, you know, I make music that people listen to in barber shops and you know down the street, you know, rolling you know. in their cars, you know, they hear it. You whenever I make music it's on the radio, you hear it. You, you know. He- you hear my music everywhere, you know. Just saying, like we got we the best. DJ Khaled. We the second best. Mm. Okay. And mm. just Throwing subtle jabs and shade at the fact that he's saying that Tyler, the creator's album slash music doesn't get airplay, radio mm-hmm. hit radio waves like that. So it doesn't deserve number one. Yet, it's not about radio play or airs. It's about sales and streams. So, uh, you don't got sales ah, and streams. You don't got okay. sales and streams. Don't even got a river to run on. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you if you make popular music. There are plenty of people on that chart who have songs on the radio right now. Right. Did they sell as much? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they may be on the radio, but did they sell as much? Did they stream as much? Hello? Did they deserve the number one spot? Is this is this on? <laughs> right. Hello. Testing, testing. One. I two, just want to know. Because <laughs> if they didn't, then you can shut up with that shit. Mm-hmm. And so I guess. In a sense, he did because he definitely uploaded the video and took it right on down, but and not before turned off social, his comments. Not before social media grabbed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And social media was a beast about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, dragging him. This grown man. How old is he? I don't even know how old DJ Khaled is. Old enough, and you know, like know. you just have too much time on your hands. Do a whole tantrum, and then from there, Billboard decides this week to put him at number one. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, week two, you went number one. He went to the store, bought his own CDs, and said, you know what? Second. Bought that okay. number one. Week yes. two, you went number one. Right. Ain't no way nobody hell. cares no one gives about a fuck week anymore. two. We only care about week <laughs> debut. one and where right. you debut. Debut. No where you debut at is where people are going to write about. And exactly. DJ you Khaled debuts debut. at number two. Exactly. Yes. No one's going to check to see where you're at next week. No exactly. one's going to check to see, oh, De- DJ Khaled debuts at number one in week two. What? <laughs> you ever heard of that? <laughs> okay. Ooh, congratulations. <laughs> you went and bought your CD, so you right. number one. Jesus. It's like, come on now, bruh. Let's just be grown mm-hmm. men about it. And I, want, I, I wanted to bring what up. What do you do? Be a little boy about it. By I turning off it. all his IG comments. Bitch. And I wanted to bring up a conversation <laughs> um, based off of this, which mm-hmm. is, do, well, the topic on chart numbering mm-hmm. and why it, why it matters. Now, the charts matter, has always mattered in the music industry whenever it just comes to simply monetizing of off of your craft. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, it matters because it's your money. Mm-hmm. It matters because it's the looks you get. It's the, can I say that I've had num- de- all my albums debut at number one? Now, he can't. <laughs> Right. Because it's not true. <laughs> but it's the fact that, you know, can I, whatever I can add to my little roster, whatever I can add to my biography, like to beef it up, 
like you know these these numbers are going to make people want to look at me in, in in these pitches that i give in these pitches that my publicist are give is giving it's going to be like what are your numbers mm-hmm. where do you stand on social media mm-hmm. what's your influence like you know that's why these numbers matter but whenever you care about the numbers can you also care about your craft just as much if you care about the numbers more, does that make you inauthentic to your craft? If you care care about your craft more, does it make it like, I'm always going to be a starving artist, but I love what I do. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to let people vibe and live with it. Like, what is the best way to go about it? Because at the end of the day, you're living a life. Mm-hmm. You're living a life and you need money to be able to sustain a life that you live. And you want to be able to do good and you want to be able to make people, high people who are higher up, see that you're doing good, see that you're doing well, see that you're making good numbers. Mm-hmm. But can you do that and also care about the craft that you have? And sometimes that does get lost in translation with artists. So I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. I mean, I think there are you can equally care about both or one more than the other. Like, for instance, I think, you know, chart numbers it matters and it also matters when you can show growth throughout your chart numbers like Mm -hmm. tyler didn't come out with one with his first album with igor and get number one like that it didn't happen overnight this is his fifth studio album he had number five number four okay it went number it was out of five four okay i'm getting them wrong it went four and then five, I think, and then three, and then two, and then one. Mm-hmm. Or it went something like five, that. F- something like something that. Like five, that. And <laughs> then five, and then three, and then four, and then two, and then one. I think that's how it went. Yeah. But, like, I think it just showed, like, if you are, it just shows if you're connected to your craft, to your craft, and then, like, constantly nurturing it and trying to not get so much to what, the number one people are doing like getting to their sound and their music, mm-hmm. but just focusing on perfecting your own sound. Mm-hmm. Eventually it's going to pay off and you're mm-hmm. going to get that number one. Exactly. You're going to get that hit single. You're going to get that Grammy. You're going to get that nomination, you know? Yeah. It's going to come to you eventually. But if you coming out the gate, like, Oh, I got the, I have all the people that have number ones or had number ones on my, on this album. So it's going to go number one and it doesn't mm, happen no. for you, and then you throw a tantrum about it, then I, I think that just really shows that you care more so about the numbers than about the craft. And that, that's not necessarily a bad thing because, like you said, your numbers, they, you know, that kind of, that determines what your price is going to be like when people want to book you for something, mm-hmm. get a feature, want to be featured on your stuff or whatever, you know? It determines your worth. The numbers it, it, really it, it, do determine yeah, your worth. Yeah, it determines your worth. But when you go the extra mile to throw tantrums and want to even go as far as to sue Billboard because yes. you didn't like the numbers that you got, I think that's very, very childish and it's very petty. And it really shows that you're a jealous person and that yep. you really don't truly care that much about the art that you're putting out. Not, or or really like the numbers like like the fairness in the numbers you just want to be number one at all times and dj Khaled is supposedly this person who um 
is so positive. And it's always those people. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so positive all the time at once. Oh, I want everybody That's to his win. Brand. I want you to win. We the best. And it's always the people great. like that that are the absolute keep, worst. Keep working. <laughs> keep going. Mm-hmm. You're going to get there. And then when someone gets there over you, then you have an issue. And this it's mm-hmm. a panic. And you're, you're causing disruption across the whole industry because you didn't get what you wanted. So it's like, so what 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 is why are you here then why mm-hmm. are you why are you creating What's the point the art that you're creating and why do you why do you want the numbers that you want like what's the true reason like what's the reasoning behind it mm. just so that your price can go up or because my price can go up and i'm also showcasing that i'm getting better and that i'm growing or that i'm staying consistently good mm-hmm. across every time i release like why why what's your purpose <laughs> yeah it, Exactly. I feel like it's. I feel like in the sense. I feel like caring about both equally will kill you. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's. It will be your demise if you want to care about both equally. Mm-hmm. It will kill you. Focusing on just numbers will also kill you. Yeah. Focusing on just your craft will also kill you. You have to have a balance. Because if you're focusing on them both equally, it's like you never get a break. You never get a rest. You never get anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's more so about tweaking it so that there's a formula of being like okay well how can we re- what is what is our goal i feel like it's simple in like the aspect of what's our going to be our goal just to get on the hot the top a hot 100 maybe like a hot 100 in albums mm-hmm. or top 10 or top five like that's our goal for the year mm-hmm. and if we don't reach it then we don't reach it and if we do reach it then that's right. great and if we exceed it then that's great right. but i feel like it's always good to have a goal like okay yeah, my goal yeah, is course. top 10 album and now put that aside that's my goal Focus on my craft. Mm-hmm. Go in, ham, and do my craft like I always do it. Put Don't it change work. it up. Don't make it a thing where it's like, I hear these on the radio, so I'm going to make something similar to that. Mm-hmm. You do your craft because you have an audience who likes what you do. Anything mm-hmm. you do, they will follow if it's a good. And I was talking about, I was thinking about, that just reminds me right now of a thread that I did with, what, didn't we talk about this with Don? Goodness gracious. It was about, um, it was about, I'm trying to remember the girl's name, mm. but it had something to do with just Dawn in the music industry, the singer Dawn in the music industry, and her coming from Danny D. Kane, and why her specific pocket is like so concentrated. Yeah. And why she should be so successful. If you ever go see Dawn, if you ever seen Dawn live before, she's good. She's phenomenal amazing she's so good she's mm-hmm. a great artist in all facets she gives you visual mm-hmm. she gives you voice she gives you performance she gives you what you need she can she can fill a show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she can do it well and she will leave her all on that stage and people are like don should be more famous than what she is and i'm like it's so funny that people say that don should be more famous than she, what she is because at the end of the day it comes down to people who rock and ride for you mm-hmm. you got to realize that don is a black woman in the music industry, mm-hmm. that is not light skin. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that is from New Orleans. Yep. Mm-hmm. And has a culture and has a sense of self worth that she carries on her back. Mm-hmm. And whenever she, and she's strong willed, strong willed black woman. And it's like strong willed to the point where it's like people find it intimidating. People find it pushy. People find that, oh, I may not want to work with her because she may not let me tweak her vision a little bit. Right, yeah. And I don't think that that's artistry at all. I think that people come into things with artistry and be like, oh, my God, 
I'm afraid, like, what if I suggest something? And they're like, no, it's my way. If you're a true artist, you accept all that's given. Mm-hmm. If you're a true artist, you accept all advice, all of what people are giving, and you choose whether you would like to use it or implement some things or implement other things. But the point is, you're an artist. You take what you get, and you make art out of it. It's re- it, it, it comes down to, like, a original idea aspect. But whenever yeah. I think about Dawn in the music industry, it's a simple fact that Danny D. Kane had numbers. Danny D. Kane had platinum albums. Danny D. Kane was a group. Diddy broke him up. Mm-hmm. Diddy came out with Diddy Dirty Money. Dawn was in the back background of that. Did her little mm-hmm. thing with that. Go solo. Pe- whenever Dawn goes solo, people are thinking, like, Dawn's going solo. Yes, it's going to be her judge, her vibe, her thing. Automatically, Dawn comes out the gate firing with visuals and with an album that doesn't do so hot because mm-hmm. it's not what people thought it would be mm-hmm. oh i thought it'd be more you know knock 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 you know i wanted it to be more like hip-hop r&b chill vibes and she came out with an alternative techno r&b but in a whole new kind of inventive way that people haven't heard it before mm-hmm. and instead of being like you know what people i'm gonna sit here and embrace change. this sister <laughs> because she's a black woman in this music industry doing what the fuck she wants to do mm-hmm. and she's making shit happen on her own independently may i say people dawn is independent completely not mm-hmm. attached to any entities everything she does she does on her own so it's like instead of doing that people were like i don't know if she's not singing about, like, you know, sexual healing and loving and touching and rubbing and da da da. And it's like, well, she is singing about that. She's just not singing about it over a smooth R&B, buttery beat. Yeah. And she's singing about it in a different way. And she's singing using different, like, metaphors and just, like, really testing your mind. And it's like, well, why aren't y'all following her? Y'all saying, oh, Dawn should be more big than what she is. Because she's a good performer. And she did it. I'm like, well, did, did you support her whenever she made her crossover? Or did you support her, I don't know, like five to six years after the crossover? Because an artist's success is based off of its fan base. And the people, not not just the craft, but its fan base. Who the craft attracts. Mm-hmm. It's how it ba- is based off of how successful you are. The more numbers you have, the more successful you are. So it's like... What is it? Where is that line? I think that that Tyler walks that line extremely well. I feel like Dawn also walks that line extremely well. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't go in with ex, but they go in with the goal. And if right. the goal may be a top 10 album on all Billboard charts or on the hip hop charts or on the R&B charts or on the alternative charts, it doesn't matter. They mm-hmm. go in with the goal and they shut that goal and they make their craft and they come out with whatever. They've never tried to people please. They've never tried to be, I want radio play. They've never tried to be those kind of people. That formula works for some, not for those who are true to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's hard to really man- manage and maintain a balance of both. But I feel like you should have the numbers in the back of your mind and the craft in the front of your mind. Definitely. And just go from yeah. there. That's true. I wanted to bring up something really quick in the Gusto Wind segment as well. Um, did you want to add no i just wanted to say that people are afraid of change and i think that's why most of the time they don't want to support these artists because they're just like oh i thought okay this is gonna be a really weird um (laughs) reference (laughs) but (laughs) we all three of us have seen the season five of black mirror but mm-hmm. the the episode with the pop star with with um with Miley, mm-hmm. 
remember at the end she changed her whole and I'm sorry you guys haven't seen it but um get spoiler it together alert. right right spoiler alert <laughs> but anyways <laughs> you know how the, at the end like at the beginning she was all bubbly and blah blah stuff and yeah then when she got to be herself like she became all gothic and then her original fan base was there in that club but they, they were, were just looking like, like they were, yeah they were looking uh-huh. like what the fuck is this like this is yeah. not who people, are you yeah people don't like when their favorite artist changes they just like mm-hmm. why don't you do this or they don't like they don't like when their artist does something so different that they don't understand They're just like why didn't they just stick to this or you yeah. know they don't like when artists do s- stuff that makes them happy that's so true so that's all i want to say you can even say like this goes for tyler yeah that's what i was yeah that's what i was talking about tyler each and every one of tyler's albums are completely different there's always a split down the middle like Mm -hmm. i hate it i love it Mm -hmm. why didn't he do what he used to do I like that he's doing something different. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. Well, I do. And it's just There's like. There's always a split. Yeah. But, but every Khaled, single what one you of his The same shit. The same thing. The same, the same formula same every time. Thing. Don't so, you get tired? Can you think right, of something else? Okay. Ain't you tired? Come up with something else? else? Ain't you tired? Ooh. Mm, I can't. Mm-hmm. And Billboard, you should low-key be ashamed of yourself. Right. For going ahead and giving in and giving him okay well okay i guess you did get number one since since um um uh um a few like um a certain number i don't know the exact number because i didn't release the number of um (laughs) you know tyler's igor sales came from came from um bundle packs bundles with 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 shirts and pins and shit that's right. the same thing that Nicki Minaj did, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that that's was what people were talking about. Tickets, and yes. it was Travis Scott, and Travis Scott was selling bundles. Yep. Yeah. And people are saying, oh, but, but, when Nikki, but when Nikki did it, y'all um, y'all called her bitter, but y'all praising DJ Khaled. I don't know what internet y'all is on, but I'm on Beyonce's. Right. And <laughs> everybody on and Beyonce's everybody, internet right, is, is not, not praising DJ Khaled because no. he's a fucking bitch. We're treating them both in the same way. Or did We're treat on Beyonce's them in the internet. Same way. <laughs> I'm dead. Y'all over here on Beyonce's internet lying. I Get the fuck out of here. Lying. I wanted to bring up something really quick <laughs> um, whenever it comes to... People then safe and traveling, being safe and traveling. Oh, um, Jesus. There are, some, there are some stories about people dying in the DR. People getting killed in the DR. <laughs> and Save. it's like. Put your nipples away. I'm sorry. It's hot as hell. As <laughs> it hot. is. It's so hot. Y'all got to understand. Whenever we, whenever, whenever we record this show, we close the windows. All the windows. Turn off the fans. Because like we want to make sure the mics are clear. We want to make sure like. No, so no sounds sweltery. pick up from outside, so we are blazing mm-hmm. hot in here. But um, just quickly talk about the Dominican Republic and people being like more so the mindset of, I'm not going to the DR. I can't do that. I might get killed. I might, I might, you know, get poisoned. I might get this. I might get that. What do you guys feel about that? Because the because the thread on Twitter Don't. is basically pe- people being like, yeah. I'm not going to the DR because somebody might kill my ass. Right. Or they just I might. may get kidnapped, or yeah. this and that, and I want to know you guys' opinion on traveling to the DR, or when people say things like that. Bitch, I ain't going. <laughs> 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 I feel like anything can happen anywhere that you go. Is that, no, exactly. So, literally, my happen. whole argument this whole entire time. Yeah. 
no matter where like, you go, you can go danger. down the street and someone might kidnap your black ass. Like, yeah, I think I just feel like things are like just a little bit more amplified when you're like, like abroad, wherever you are. You know, things just seem you know they get more amplified. I mean. I feel like you, you. All you can do is be as safe as you possibly can. Or just, you know, don't go to that fucking resort. I. I mean, if you, if you feel mean, that you don't want to go, then I then guess you don't gotta go. You don't gotta right? go. But but if someone called me next week and told me I have an all expense paid trip to the DR, do you want to come with I'm me? Going. I'm going. I'm for gonna a week. go. I'm gone, bitch. I'm, oh, but do you see on the news? Okay, but do you see on the news uh-huh. that right down the street someone just got shot? Exactly. And right. if anything happens, you better go fund me because I ain't got no uh, life insurance. You better go fund me. So woo. <laughs> so woo woo. But yeah, I think it's kind of ignorant for people to be like, don't oh, go here. I'm not going. Oh my God. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. you can go any, literally, this can happen anywhere. It just so happens that because it's happening in the DR. Oh my goodness, guys! Be careful! Don't travel here! Don't do that! I'm like, uh, you can die anywhere. Right? I'm afraid to go to the next city over to get an ice cream cone. Like you know. Yeah, I think yeah. Like like I said, all you can do is be as safe as you possibly can. So you can't control what other people do, but you can control what the fuck you do, bitch. Yeah, exactly. So when you're abroad or when you're just wherever you are, make sure you always have your ID. Make sure you got either cash or a card. Or mm-hmm. both, mm-hmm. and some type of something that could be a weapon, keys, a stun gun, pepper spray. And brass if someone knuckles, tries to kidnap you, just something. go on live. Yeah, <laughs> yep. go on live. You know, start. You know, yell really, really, really loud. Or scream. Yell fire. Give me your uh-huh. surroundings. Give me where you left. Give me something. Give me a little bit of everything mm-hmm. before they try to snatch that shit yeah, from you. Yeah, okay? because some sometimes they grab you when you ain't paying attention, so you better just start yelling fire, fire, because you know that makes people. Or bomb. Run. Or bomb. Or gun. Yeah. Something. Like something that alerts people to make Sugar them want to move and Beef. run. Like something like that. Back in the day, they used to say niggas. <sighs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to come back from that. Uh, I don't either. Well, I'm turning our umbrella. I hate this nigga. <laughs> 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 Who wants to leave the uh, Under Arm Brother segment? Oh, oh, oh Richie, wee wee. They pointed to me, so I guess it's me. Well, we have a few things Under Arm Umbrella things. today, but I think we should start off with the first one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, dear. I forgot that we had a few things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got a, f- a few. It's a sure thing. Okay, so if you've been on Twitter, Twitter. Lately, this past week, there's been a lot of conversation going on about dating and courting and gold diggers, right? (laughs) So I'm just going to read a tweet here. Um, And this girl said, men who can't afford to take you on dates and actually court you will always try to make you feel bad. I had a guy tell me that I was too expensive and he needed to tame me. And I told him that he can't. This probably won't work. You can't make me cheap and you just might be out of your league. I take myself to nice places. I treat myself the best daily and I treat myself nicely. So, yes, if a man is in my life, they need to add to that. I don't let men tell me that I need to lower my standards so they can have access to me. Um, Her Twitter, by the way, is BJ underscore Berman. Burnham. Burnham. <laughs> BJ underscore Burnham. Um, 
Yeah, and I just think that that's so... I don't know if this is like such a millennial topic or what it is. But, but it's just been all over the fucking place. It's been all over, and it seems like it's always within, you know, our generation, the millennials, you know, where there's just like this disconnect or this, I don't, or just this strange, like, manipulation of, like, dating and courting where they turn it into this whole where you're just a gold digger and you're too expensive or you just need to lower your standards and things like that where if it was and mainly this comes when it's um you know women of color or people of color in general but yeah women of color um and I just kind of want to get you guys's feel on that like is she right is she wrong? Do you see, like, do you guys see these types of conversations or these types of mindsets happening around you? Like, where the woman says, oh, you know, my a guy who's who wants to eventually become my boyfriend or my husband or whoever, they have to date me and court me correctly. And that means you have to pay for all the dates. Or, you know, you have to always open my door. You got to do this. You got to do that. Just like, what do you guys? I got, I got hot and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what do you all think about that? Nika, Nika, we're sweating, y'all. I hope y'all like this. This is slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Prince over some here. Spirituals in a second. Dude. I'm about to take Dang. my shirt off in like two Man, seconds. Man, let my titties freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <God> damn. <laughs> Do you have any comments on that, Nika? Or a black woman? You're a black woman who... I'm black, goddammit. (laughs) (laughs) The heat makes you angry. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a toll on your mood. Oh, my God. God Goddammit, I'm black, and I'm a woman. Uh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've seen so many conversations like when it comes to dating and courting, and it's always been... Like, uh, like somebody will say one thing and then somebody will quote and be like, oh, well, you bitches, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll be like, oh, well, you niggas, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, well, I don't fucking know what's going on. Why don't? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Um, but I saw another tweet relating to this topic when it was talking about like car dates, like eating in the car and like talking and stuff. And I was just like, I mean, right <laughs> i'm just like i mean I y'all don't... consider this a date and it's always something so just low Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. and then i saw another one when the start the scenario was like your man texts you and says baby i don't got money right now but i'll cook you dinner and stuff like that what do you tell him and some people were like well i'm gonna tell him oh i'll bring the wine and then the, and other people were like no he can keep his broke ass over there i'll go get me a man with money and i was just like okay didn't look. he just say he was <laughs> right i'm just like i am conflicted because on one side i get the whole not having a broke guy thing I understand it. It's just the way that people go about it, like with their responses, makes me feel a type of way. And I'm just like, eh. yeah, <laughs> I'm conflicted. And I don't know what my response should be like about this. I'm just like, like, what 
is it with people being so angry about certain things that shouldn't even be such a big fucking deal? Yeah. It, I'm I'm just I every time I see it I try to understand and I just don't like with the girl Imani every yeah, time I see her. something right. like with her I'm just like I understand it but the way you said it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it all deals with energy and how you bring yeah, it to the table it's the, yeah it's yeah. the way you bring it to the table it's the way you bring your argument to the table the way you bring your argument to the table is making me feel like my steak isn't cooked properly so now I'm just oh, like this so now I'm just like feel, this steak is well rare. done right this steak is well done and Ew. this is not how it's supposed to be cooked steak should not be well done i'm sorry it really, and it's if you not have to eat a well done steak mm. you need to get mm, mm. i want some steak now what well, can we get can we get steak at this time of night nope um if you are you beyonce yeah i was gonna say you own a restaurant no. oh well i'm sorry Next. a good <laughs> steak of flemings oh oh flemings oh we gotta take us ourselves there one day and we can ourselves. all we need is a mm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> All we need is a hundred bucks a plate. I'm serious. <laughs> I, I went there with my with my mum. I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went one time. Listen, said, oh, whenever we go to Flemings, me. if y'all, if if y'all, if if y'all are listening, okay, listen well. If you know <laughs> well. the Black Umbrella hosts are going to Flemings, just know something big has happened, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we take ourselves to Flemings, or nothing big has happened, we just we're like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's just spend our last. <laughs> Either something really great happened, right? Or something, something really, really great, or happened. something didn't happen. We were just like, "Fuck it." Nothing we're just in get the in steak. Uh-huh. We wanted some steak. But no, yeah, I feel like it's how you bring the energy to the table. So if you come in with the energy of like, "Girl, I, I left that nigga. Like he, yeah, fuck that nigga. He broke, and I'm a. Mm, blah, blah. I was just trying to go, and I wanted to go to um Laurie's in Beverly Hills, and I was like, you know, on a date, and he was giving me like parameters on what he could and couldn't do, and he didn't want to take me there, and I was like, fuck you, nigga. If you can't take me to Laurie's, then I could take myself, and I know that I can take myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I want to be like. <clears throat> You can take yourself, but can you take yourself and somebody else? Can you afford to take yourself and someone else? Right. Let's just be real. Because I love, I, I get the argument of being like, yeah. if he can't do for me what I do for me, then fuck it. But imagine doing you for you for two of you. Like, imagine you having to cover. Of course you can go to Fleming's. Of course you can go to Lori's. And of course you can pay for yourself. Yeah. But, now, <laughs> right, but now you added another person to the equation. That nigga, that nigga may very well be able to go to Fleming's and go to Lori's and pay for himself. Yes. But right. it's just the Probably fact that paying pay for, for another play is like, shit, yeah. Like, right. I, I have good money. Like, I have money. I just don't have the money you want me to have. Mm-hmm. And like, I, and I'm not saying that I can't do that. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. Such a big explosion happened. I don't know if you guys could hear well, that. No, there's been explosions at the um the refinery. Yeah, the refinery. Jesus. Oh there's my goodness, that was so loud. It like shook the house. <laughs> that was scary. Oh Jesus. I mm. think that's that was probably another explosion to be honest. There was oh, like dear. three last week. Oh dear. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. But yes, <laughs> I feel like yeah, you could do that for yourself. And yeah, he could do that for himself. But it's like like, you know, I don't have it right now. But I can have it in a month or two. Like, you know, just give me some time to save up some money and I'll take you to Fleming. I take it and we can do a nice little something, something. But it's like, if that's supposed to be the first date, girl, like, hold up. Let me just get my affairs in I order. Under <laughs> like, I I live by the um 
you never get a second chance to make a first impression. I understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like that makes all the sense in the world, but you don't you don't need to spend a thousand dollars to make a good impression the first time you meet someone. You do not have to do that. That is not mm-hmm. necessary. You can fucking do that with fifty dollars. Don't stretch yourself. No, you really don't right. have to stretch yourself thin for for a person who's already saying all these negative things and already saying to themselves, "Oh, we're not even going to get a second date, but I'm gonna enjoy this dinner anyway." And it's just like. You put in all that effort, like a thousand dollars or whatever, and now what? You're not gonna see them again, right? <laughs> so what you gonna do? What you what you <laughs> did, what you did, did, did you get the guy? Did you get the job? Did okay. you get the job? Did you get the <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it's just like, and I totally see where where um the tweets I was reading, like I totally see yeah, where she was coming I from, because it's not that I'm being a goat digger or whatever mm-hmm. it's just that i feel like in this like in our in our generation the millennial yeah, generation feel like they can do the least and and, and get yeah. the most mm-hmm. and it, it's like a combination of they feel they can do the least and get the most and another half of it is like from from the women and they feel like he can do the least and get the most Mm -hmm. or everything doesn't have to be so fancy and we can go Dutch. You know, he doesn't have to pay for everything all the time. I don't have to pay for everything. You know, we can just go, we can do half sometimes, you know, I think that's cute. (laughs) That's cute. But I just feel like, when it comes to like 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 where you're courting this person, you're mm-hmm. trying like you're you're not there yet. You're just trying to get to that level where it can potentially blossom into something, something else. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to put in that extra effort. Yeah, like you have like a- as like the man, but you know you don't have to overdo it. Yeah, you you don't have to overdo <laughs> it. You don't have to spend two thousand dollars exactly. or whatever on dinner. That's crazy. And if you have, and I feel like if you're gonna go somewhere. And you have to put parameters on what you or that person can order. You don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Be somewhere where you don't have to have that because now it's awkward. Because now I feel like, oh, you don't really got it like that. But yep. you brought me somewhere. And to make I, it seem like you did. Yeah, to make it seem like you did. And now you're telling me, oh, you can't get this or don't get that. Or my price range is, is, so is around who you who So you try are. to stay within there. So it's like, so why did you... Why did you bring me right. here? Right. Yes. But at the what same the time, point? I can definitely appreciate someone who comes into that situation mm-hmm. with that BDE of being just like, I got this, whatever it is. Like, I'm prepared for whatever. Like, I remember yeah, specifically course. going on a date where um, the person I went on a date with after the date was over, I don't know how, I didn't know how to take the comment, but I, but it was kind of like, they said, like, I expected to spend more. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I was kind of like, well, next time, you know, <laughs> right. he was like, I expected to spend more on you. And he was like, for real, like I bought like $400, but like I only spent 250 And I was just like, the fact that you spent 250 right, was like, oh, like, you know, but like the fact that he was like, I spent 400 he's like, I brought $400, like just prepared 
for whatever and mm-hmm. like i only spent this much so like it's cool and i said well i'm not a cheap date but damn it if you brought 400 let's continue to spend <laughs> <laughs> i'm worried well it's the night is young we can go somewhere oh, i can good. make sure that you spend that 400 let me just <laughs> say that <laughs> And let's just say, once he told me that, I said, well, why does the night have to end now? Uh, <laughs> let's go get some more food. <laughs> right. My Taurus ass just right. wants some food every time. I said, let's go get that like, a nice piece. He said, okay, cool. That was that. <laughs> that was fun, though. I'm dead. But yeah, I can appreciate that. That's fine. Um, I you... mean, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. But yes, I just definitely... I feel Wes is naked now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to take the fucking <laughs> shirt off. It's just a blazing hot. I got to take it off. Well, um, yeah, I just, I just feel like if you come into dating and like the courting dating situation, like, oh, you have to spend this much or you have to take me there. Then I could see where people get the whole, you're just a gold digger. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just coming into the situation saying, well, if you're if you want my attention, work for it, work for it. Mm-hmm. That's not me being a goader. That's just me having standards. Mm-hmm. And you wanted me to lower them makes you just I now you just show me you're not the person I need to be dealing with. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a go digger. Right. Is that you're not prepared. And I want the best for, for me. For this. Yeah. You're just not prepared for this. I don't want to struggle with you. <laughs> I do not want to I don't want to be a part you. of your nigga struggle. Hell yeah. no. I'm trying to be successful. Mm-hmm. I can't let you bring me down. Mm-mm. I don't got time. Mm-mm. You got to keep around you what you want around you. If you want mm-hmm. success and money and stuff, maybe you should have people with the success and money and stuff. People, people have the same have, goals. Yeah, or right, people, people with the same goal, goals yeah. that have the same mindset as you. You don't want a nigga that is fucking almost 35 years old and has the same everything and mm-hmm. doesn't have any real goals for themselves that whack right cut them off ah. right whack don't be whack don't be whack whackity whack don't be whack i'm delirious because i'm hot as hell i'm sorry whackity whack. Whack. No. Whack. Yeah, don't be whack Rackety yeah. whack. What is it? Don't be whack. Yakety yak. Oh yeah, I remember Yakety Disney. Who said rackety yak? I think I thought I thought it was on Nickelodeon. It might have been shit. I don't know. I can't think right yakety now. Yakety yak. You know who had a good intro? Danny, Danny Phantom. Phantom. <laughs> 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 Yo, Danny Phantom. He was, he was just fourteen. fourteen. His parents built a very strange machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna catch him all because he is Danny Phantom. Catch him all because he's Danny Phantom. Oh, y'all went to the end? I wasn't even there yet. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, I don't know the theme song, but I know it was good. Okay. Now, my theme song was, Timmy is an average kid that no, no one, one understands. understands. Mom and Dad and Vicky always giving him commands. in his room. I don't know the rest of the words. All right. But, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I love this song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Okay. Um, do you guys want to hit the last two topics? We are approaching the end of the show. Yeah. Do you want to save them? Yeah. Um, Maybe. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should do the last, the last uh, one. You guys want to do the? You are, you guys want to? How much? What time are we at? <laughs> I don't even know how long we've been going. Oh, okay. Okay. I think we could probably save these next ones. Okay. Well, we have something in store for you guys whenever y'all come next 
week when y'all tune in next week. <laughs> don't mind him. He it's hot. It is, and we all don't know how to act. We all don't know how to act in this. We're right. We don't know. We're all a little animal, animalistic right now. We didn't to get even get air. through the other glass mm-hmm. of wine. Oh, bottle. You know what? I just decided I'm gonna tell y'all the second thing I, I was gonna pay dust to. <laughs> Does anybody want the rest of my mind? Because I'm talking so I can get to this one. And I, I like we're all. I'm done. trying to because I wanted this to finish this bottle it as of wine, I can't, so I can get I to know. the second I bottle. Little it's Slurp a little it something. That's down. a little corner. That, that's a street. That's a street left. <gasps> okay. West. You're a cheater. Oh cheater. I mean, should I just finish it? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna finish mine. Fuck. Okay. Wow. Good. Put it back. Solo cup for no reason. What a yeah. Negro, you are. Toss it back. Okay, Nick. toss your shit back before you pay your second dust. You ready? This toss is a it lot. Back. I know it is. Oh well, toss it back. Okay, one, two, three. Throw it back. Throw it back, bitch. Throw it back. What the fuck? Okay, is? so I toss mine back. Wes is weak. <laughs> you <laughs> it's so nasty. <laughs> okay. Well, now we can get to the other one. All right. So the second thing I was gonna pay dust. <clears throat> Let's go. I want to pay dust to. Whoever the person is who decided they were going to try to log into my FAFSA. <laughs> my right, FAFSA. What were you doing? And locked my account for FAFSA. So I, I'm going to have to call them tomorrow what? and let them know. Yes. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what y'all was trying to get because all you were going to get was a loan. Ain't nothing on my FAFSA but disappointment. You're going to be looking like, oh, these were her tax returns? Right, exactly. (laughs) This was she made? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I don't know what goal you were trying to uh, obtain for me and my FAFSA, but you went the wrong route. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. Ain't nothing on there. Not a goddamn thing. Ain't nothing on there for you to see. I promise you that. Now you done locked my whole FAFSA account and all this other extra stuff because for some strange reason you're trying to log into my FAFSA. Very weird. That ain't right. You can't even do anything really besides like change up my tax information all type of stuff. But everything's already submitted and processed. So don't be weird to me. Leave me alone. Strange. (laughs) Strange. And on that note... Mm -hmm. It's hot. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Please go on by in case you forgot, because I swear you will not forget this read. Okay, let me tell you something about that. It's a great Uh read. It's good. It's good. This is Paige Turner. You'll finish it in no time. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Paige Turner. I'm a wine drinker. Y'all follow us. Follow us on Instagram Instagram. and Twitter. Twitter. At TBU Podcast. Use the hashtag TBU Podcast. Make sure you go ahead and email us any stories, questions, suggestions, or anything like that. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead and shoot us an email at the black umbrella PC at gmail.com. Um, we have some exciting stuff coming up, but we're not gonna tell you now. We might tell you next week. We might tell you never. Ooh, cliffhanger! Point is, you'll hear it. Just you'll kidding. hear it from yeah. us. You will know soon. We have something very, very, very exciting coming up. Billy, Billy. Um, yeah, and just keep listening to us. Keep supporting keep us. Supporting Please tell us. your friends about us. Send tell us your friends. Some ice tell cubes. your grandma. Tell your auntie. Mm-hmm. Tell your mama. Tell your dad. Tell your bald headed granny. Tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Tell your dog. Oh, huh, woof, tell woof. a loyal. 
Mm-hmm. Tell a your loyal bitch. dog. Mm-hmm. Tell your lawyer. Tell your turtle. Tell your P.O. Yeah. Tell the picture in the frame. Tell the warden. It's okay if you in jail listening. We support you. We with you. I mean, not if you did something crazy, though. Come under. If you like stole something like bars. I don't know, a Skittles pack, we support you. But if you did something crazy, we don't. But um, yeah, follow us, support us, email us, listen to us on Send Apple Podcasts on socials. We want to see you guys, and we want to hear you guys listen yes. to us. So if you're on the Insta or the Snap, please don't do it while you're driving. Um, if you are, Not we safe. won't judge you. But is it the Insta or the Snap? Insta or the Snap? The yes, I didn't say the Snap. But yeah, tell people that you're listening. Um, tag us, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. We'll post on our stories. We just please. We, love we just y'all. want you guys to be engaged with us because we'd be switching profiles back and forth all day from ours to the black umbrellas, waiting for y'all to say something new. Like we're just very excited. Um, at least I do. That'd be me. Yeah, no, me too. That's me too. Okay. I'll probably do that, and I probably use it to lurk. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. And there you have it. Yeah, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify, and SoundCloud. And it's soon to be more And soon to be more. So. so, yeah. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. It's hot. See you next week. Bye. Bye.